I, well, there's so many things on Netflix I'm still binging, and I feel like if I add Hulu, then just I'm just going to become a blob on the couch that never does anything. And I have that, children to raise, so, you know, I've, yes. got, I've got to just pick one. <laughs> yes, I, I can understand that, and I respect that. <laughs> Captain, we have a proximity alert with the planet Geekery. We are approaching collision. Quicks, get somebody on the comms, enter in the security code. Security code accepted. Hello, devoted geeks, and welcome to episode 36 of Calm Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, the YouTube show from a couple of devoted geeks that are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. I am Celeste, and with me is... Christy Ruiz. Woo-hoo. I don't know why I give you my last name, but now you know everything about me. Look me up. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not everything. Not everything. Christy is a dear friend of ours. Um, her husband and another dear friend of ours run the Retro Rewind podcast. And I have to say it slow because I cannot say it. I, I can say Raxacorophalibatorius just fine. Yes. Can't say, cannot say Retro Rewind podcast without saying it slow. It is a little bit of a mouthful. <laughs> it is. At our house, we just refer to it as Retro or Francisco and Paul. Oh, Yes. <laughs> As you listen to this podcast, please interact with us. Send us your thoughts on what we're saying via Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us by simply looking up Geek Devotions. Do us a favor and leave a review on iTunes. Please interact with us on our social medias, and perhaps you can be our Devoted Geek of the Month. So, the first... Let's see. We're going to be doing different topics, just like we've been doing with all of our other uh, ladies of geekdom podcasts so we're gonna be talking about being a geeky girl slash mom because christy is a geeky mom and she is raising geeky children and that is super super special (laughs) i assume you're raising geeky children Uh, yes eventually as soon as they get old enough to understand such things although to be fair my daughter who is almost six does recognize doctor who so that that's that's important those are life skills (laughs) yes that need to happen and darth vader (laughs) yes because everyone needs to know who darth vader is exactly Okay, so then we're going to talk about geeky girl stereotypes. Have you run into them? And if you have, what ha- in what way? Then we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to go into what we're geeking out about now, and then we're going to tell you how to find Christy, if you so desire, or or her, her husband and Paul J. Powers, the master interrupter. <laughs> so as you can tell, my, my tongue got wrapped around my eye teeth right there, and I couldn't see what I was saying. Uh, oh my gosh that's the best joke <laughs> oh i've had that one since i was like six. Oh yeah i think my my dad must have told me that joke i've heard it before but i'd forgotten until you reminded me <laughs> oh it took me forever to be able to say it without getting my tongue to hide okay <laughs> which is ironic considering <laughs> what it's saying slightly just slightly <laughs> just a bit. just just a tiny bit just a tiny, tiny bit. <laughs> there must be a system. Oh, Lord. Do you watch? There, there's a show. This is, guys, we're sorry. This is going to be the randomness of Christy and Celeste tonight. Uh, um, there is a show on Hulu called Outnumbered. And there's I, this little girl. Have you watched it? I don't have Hulu yet. I uh, <gasps> I know. I'm sad. I, well, there's so many things on Netflix I'm still binging, and I feel like if I add Hulu, then just I'm 
just going to become a blob on the couch that never does anything. And I have that, children to raise. So, you know, I've, yes. got, I've got to just pick one. <laughs> yes, I, I can understand that. And I respect that. Mm. So there's this show called Outnumbered and it's a British like during your day like everyday comedy it's a family drama i guess oh no now but i really want to watch it now family drama comedy you can get you can watch some of it on on youtube okay um but there's this little girl and she is very little literal and very curious and very much smarter than her age nice so something happens and she ends up going to the er and they have to give her a tetanus shot uh so the nurse goes she goes, well, is it going to hurt? And the nurse goes, well, it'll only hurt a tiny little bit, which is why I thought you'd seen it because oh, it was no. almost exactly word for word. Um, and then she goes, well, what do I do if it doesn't hurt a tiny little bit? And the nurse goes, what do you mean? She's like, well, there must be a system. Who do I talk to? Take the complaint upstairs. Exactly. The That's nurse amazing. Is like, It'll be fine. <laughs> that's uh, that's fantastic, and now I want to watch the show. So outnumbered, so great. I will I will message you the link to that uh, that scene. Yes, because <laughs> that scene is hysterical. I don't even remember what was going on with the rest of the episode. Okay, so now that we've talked about outnumbered, yes, <laughs> so let the we, list run on. The list. Um, there must be a list. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> We could just keep going. We could. We really could. Being a geeky girl and a mom. So I'm a geeky girl, but I am not a mom. Mm. And I'm not a mom of geeks yet. <laughs> One day, but not anytime soon. <laughs> that's your little, like, caveat. That's my, that's my Do not dis- ask. <laughs> that's my little disclaimer for people who might be listening, such as my mother. Ah. <laughs> Hold those. I have other friends that don't have kids yet. Um, and they're like, oh, I'm so tired of being asked. <laughs> it's like... Well, it's all right. Wait as long as you want. Really. Exactly. Really do. Wait as long as you want. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing. I love so, my children, but being a parent is also very exhausting. Anyway, the question, darling. The question is, what what, what would you say is the characteristics of being a geeky mom? Like, mm. being a geek and being a mom. Do those inter- intersect often? Or, like, just, just tell us about that. Uh, <laughs> they do. <laughs> do intersect just because they are a part of my personality mm-hmm. so watching obsessively watching doctor who and then my kids come in from quiet time and i have to pause it because that's not appropriate for my two-year-old and five-year-old in our house it's not appropriate right. um and but they but they see it and they see the blue i have a little blue tardis keychain and that's sitting there and i have doctor Tenet and Dr. Capaldi up there <laughs> up there next to the TARDIS so they they see that and then there's Lord of the Rings paraphernalia all over the place um and they definitely know I love Star Trek um so they know about it but they're not quite old enough oh and Star Wars that daddy likes Star Wars but they know about it but we don't we haven't they're introduced not- yeah they, we haven't introduced it so much because they're two and five there's not really a lot of introductions that currently in our family system we are allowing although francisco's really begging me to let sophia watch star wars and i'm like ah she's very sensitive so we have to be very careful but i think it comes um across in probably what i get excited about or 
in general or when I'm talking to Francisco about it, it's sort of a parallel thing right now. I'm excited right. to see what will happen when the kids get older. But I do run across um, – when I'm training at my uh, martial arts studio, I, I'm often quoting things that are geeky or referring to geeky things. And most of the people I'm training with are teenagers and I am 36. So uh, there's at least 20 years difference <laughs> between a lot of these. <laughs> That's the right math, right? If they're 15 and I'm th- yeah. Uh, qu- yeah, quoting things. I think I said something like matrix style, all slow-mo and, you know, throw the hand back and do a back bend, whatever. And they're like, I have one girl walked by me and said, the matrix? And I was like, wait, what? You don't, what? I, what? Uh, I, I don't know what to, I, I don't know what to say. Right? I don't, I don't understand how to, I just, <laughs> like, I'm going to walk away now. <laughs> like, go ask say- your mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> or, or um, talking elvish. Uh, yes. It's fun. To make people look at me weird. <laughs> so did I answer your question? I, I you like I have rabbit good. trails. <laughs> it's okay. Your rabbit trails were within the parameters. Okay. Of the <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a a meme or a, a thing. You know how on Pinterest they have the the pictures of like Tumblr or Reddit and it's conversations. Yes. yes. Someone posted up and they're like, I don't know what's worse, the fact that my dad just burst into my room and yelled at me and cling on that I am a disgrace to the empire or that I understood him. That's glorious. These are life goals. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I actually have up on my tabs right now. Um, I'm going to say it wrong. The Tenguar uh, transcripts and the alphabet, the Elvish alphabet. And I plan on teaching myself how to write that and then hopefully maybe memorize a few more phrases and I have a feeling that my daughter will be um she likes to do journaling stuff side by side with me and I have a feeling she's gonna come along and see that and be like mommy what's that I want to do that but then you have this like super cool secret code that's just mama daughter yes that is also true so so I then like you can when she's like mom can I go someplace and she really doesn't want to go someplace she can just say the elvish word for please and (laughs) you'll be like oh you don't want to go no you're grounded (laughs) (gasps) that's genius we should totally develop that I'm totally adding that that's a good idea fun thing though so my daughter uh, you know kids they're they're different every all of them all of them come out unique my daughter is super squishy sensitive like me and owns a lot of things. So if she watches fantasy, it becomes reality. So she has a hard time digesting it in a way that doesn't affect her deeply for a really long time. Right. So we have to pull back what she watches. Um, uh, and then my son just thinks everything is funny. So <laughs> I would be watching. So I told myself if I was a good geeky girl, I would watch Star Trek, all of them. Because I grew up in the next generation, love the next generation. Mm-hmm watched it through like four or five times but i said okay i gotta do deep space nine i just gotta bite the bullet and do deep space Nine. (laughs) i just got it okay so i'm I'm sort of i think i'm over halfway through it but i stopped because it was just too much and um my son would come out from nap time and climb into my lap and watch the last 15 minutes or 20 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever of the show and all the aliens just make him laugh like the (laughs) quark would come on the ferengi and i and I'm like seeing it through my two year old's eyes. I'm like, that is that terrifying? And he's like, hey, funny guy. 
and the Klingons and like all this stuff. And his favorite parts when the when the ships fly and like when they pull back and you see the ships flying through space and he's like, oh, and he gets all excited and points and like tries to get everybody's attention and he just loves it. So I guess I'm exposing him a little earlier than I exposed my daughter. Sorry, in in the future, Sophia, to future Sophia. <laughs> Dear future Susia. Yeah, yeah, my, I d- yeah, I know. To future daughter, um, I apologize. You will understand when you're older. So uh, you, yeah. You say that about Star Trek. I'm actually, because of my dad, we went through the original series. Yes. In order of star date. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he figured this out, not me. <gasps> I tried to figure out how to calculate star date by reading a journal paper that somebody wrote on it in high school and I got like through the first paragraph and my brain exploded and I, I was yeah. like nope that's not happening <laughs> yeah exactly that's that's, that's amazing um, so he he has it figured out and all written down in a notebook and, and wow. so he would like I'd be like hey we have some time let's watch an episode of Star Trek and he'd go to his notebook and go okay we're here let's go get it and so he literally had to had to own all three seasons at the same time because you get like in order of star date you get like two or three episodes in yeah and it switches to the third season or the second season really yeah it's like because the when the show came out they didn't realize there were going to be people like you and me who liked oh. i will i assume you and me me well, who like to watch things in order <laughs> like oh uh, yeah i give or take like Eh, I'm, I'm the worst. It drives Dallas nuts, I'm sure, because we haven't watched any of the Planet of the Apes. We haven't watched any of the new Jurassic Parks. <laughs> because, daggummit, I want to watch them in order. An order of what? Like, what do you mean in order? So um, if the, the new Jurassic Parks, they're how, how are they backwards in? They, I haven't watched the third movie. Oh... So I need to see the third movie before I can go on to the newer ones. Oh, so sad for you. That's what I obsessively love those movies, that movie franchise. I don't even care how bad the second, third one was. Who cares to all of you who said so? No, I I, I loved them. I loved them all. I, I got a little tear in my eye when Jurassic World trailer came out. And I was like, I'm so excited. Anyway, yes, Stardate. So you watch them all. Um, so we watched them all in order. So I'm going through and watching Next Generation now. Um, By starting? No. Oh, they good actually, gracious. They put, after the first series, they put them in order of star date. Oh, good for them. Cause... So it was just that season. Does so it change the storyline of the original? Um, things make a little bit more sense. Oh. Well, I might, it, I might need to know what that list is because... I was trying to work my way through it, but I can't get over the pardon anyone who loves the original, the chauvinistic tendencies of the original. It just, I couldn't binge on it. That's, that's any, that's just the whole thing. But you have to keep in mind, we, we watched it over the span of three or four years. Oh, see that I could probably swallow. It was me trying to watch like three in a row in an evening. And I was like, well, all right. Now I feel like a piece of trash. <laughs> no. So my mom doesn't like sci-fi. Oh. So my dad and I would watch it when my mom wasn't home. Oh, that makes and sense. Then we, we also are going, are still going through all the James Bond movies in order that they came out. 
Oh so, my golly, how we, many are there of those? Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot. Oh my God. So we just finished um, the ones, I almost said William Shatner, not William Shatner, Sean uh, Connery. Mm. Oh, yeah. you know, William Shatner, Sean, Sean Connery, me. Me. <laughs> um, Heroes. Exactly. They're both the hero men. Oh, mm. um, um, but we watched the ep- the one where I said almost at the episode. The movie's not episode. Celeste. We watched the one where it was somebody different, and then it goes back to Sean Connery. We finished that one, and I think we watched the next one. Oh, and and so we're like we're still in the seventies. Wow, that's so many. There's so many. So my poor husband hasn't gotten to watch one, and he enjoys them because just because we don't go to the movie without the other one. Oh yeah, often yeah. It, I mean, we don't go to the movie excessively often, but when we do, we're together. Yes. So. Yeah, we don't go that often for babysitting reasons, but because it, it's also expensive and it, yes. it's good to go for blockbusters, like big, mm-hmm. big movies that have awesome soundtracks. Loud we, we usually go on Tuesdays because it's half price. It's cheaper, yeah. Years. It is here too. Tuesdays the that's day nobody really likes to go to the movies, so then there's also not a lot of people. Oh, that's also true. Yeah, that's a good idea. Nice. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I've, I have like, I do plan on as my kids get older, introducing them to classic things. Mm-hmm. Definitely Lord of the Rings. Definitely Narnia, the books and the movie. Definitely um, Star Trek, Star Wars, Doctor Who. Eventually, um. Yeah, let's see. I'm trying to name things I love. Right. There's other stuff in the universe, but oh, graphic novels. Oh. I just I just got into those. Like I know about comic books and I knew about graphic novels, but I never had material in my hand that I could mm-hmm. really get into. So reading a graphic novel is very different than reading linear line by line up and down, you know. <laughs> no pretty pictures. And I had a friend who had a Doctor Who one, and I was like, well, I'll try that one. And I chomped through it in a night. I was like, this is glorious. I'm having so much fun because it was material I enjoyed. Duh. Yes. So um, comic books like and graphic novels are actually really good to get in them into younger. It's hmm. like they make them for all ages. There's That's true. This, there's this series that it's like there's a, a little YouTube channel about it. It's like DC Girls. And it's Wonder Woman, Batgirl, Harley Quinn, but she's age appropriate. Mm. Um, Wonder Woman, Batgirl, Harley Quinn, Supergirl, Supergirl. Who's the other one? Mm. There's another bad one. guy or good guy. It's a well, Ivy. Ah, Poison Ivy. But again, all child appropriate, and they all go to school together. That's cute. It's adorable. I should find that. Oh, yeah. So then, then there would be, yeah, the superheroes. I yeah. I only recently got... Batman was has always been a... Like, I can always remember Batman being a favorite. But I've only recently gotten into, like, the Marvel DC universe being married to a geeky guy. <laughs> it got introduced to Firefly, thus Serenity, and then a lot of the, a lot of the more superhero stuff. I did watch the original 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 spider-man with toby mcguire what is that the fourth the first one out of four iterations i don't even know i think everyone watched that one well that was the first wasn't that one of the first big 
superhero movies to come out? Um, or was X Men? Yeah, it it and X Men came out around the same time. Yeah, and and Wolverine, mm, Wolverine. Um, I love I love a good X Men movie, but Wolverine. <laughs> Anyway, it's all those things. Like I've, I feel like even if they don't age very well, which I think they'll age okay, I'm still gonna force my, at least one of my kids. I don't know if they'll. I'm hoping they'll enjoy something out of that. Maybe. Oh, I'm sure they will. Always a hope. It'll, it'll be a matter of of growing up around it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Actually, no, that's a good point because it's always been around, so it'll be familiar. And as you get older, things that are familiar, you're more likely to interact with, because it recalls something. Oh, I remember when I was younger, and I, I'm, yeah, and I'm hoping that as we get as the kids get older, we'll have we'll continue to develop a good relationship, and it won't end up being like stereotypical stereotypical relationship as kids get older. I really do like. I want to foster more, and also hope for a more healthy relationship. <laughs> amongst the turmoil that comes with growing up um thus having moments where we can spend geeky moments together as a family um i think that that's special yeah right i think that would be fun although i'm not sure i I think i want to learn elvish before i learn klingon i feel like it's like elvish is like french and klingon is like german (laughs) like that's if you were to class the types of fantasy languages yeah yeah i would have to say that it's a very elvish is a very romantic sounding language it 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 feel it like slips off your tongue yes i think that i oh go ahead no no well whereas klingon is like (laughs) i know he just sort of like flies out of your mouth like giant loogies yes exactly (laughs) either that or you're just trying to spit up the words (laughs) You just have to toss them out of your mouth. Like, that's how Klingon is spoken. You just, like, they're tossed out. Whereas, like, uh, elementary, you just open your mouth and they fall out like a silk scarf. Yes. Which is kind of gross if you think about it. I know. It actually reminds me of a line from The Matrix, but I don't want Uh, to say it. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Anyway, yeah, that's not appropriate. Anybody else who loves The Matrix will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, Yeah. Moving on. Geeky girl stereotypes. Have you ever run into any of them? That was a question. I was like, when you first asked me that question, I was like, wait, what does that even mean? So I think that I probably have, but sometimes I uh, interact with the world in a very wide eyed, trusting everyone is my friend sort of way. Uh So running into any stereotype, I, I don't even think I recognize it as such most of the time maybe like hindsight's 2020 so i might thinking about it it's the stereotypes i've run into are um how people respond to my geekiness in a less than friendly manner like an eye roll and a oh my of course or oh you're a nerd or nerd love they they were teasing francisco and i because when he proposed to me he said he loved me in elvish And they were like, oh, nerd love, you guys should get like matching license plates. And that's funny, but also, come on, like, (laughs) were you meaning that in a loving way or were you meaning that in a mean way? (laughs) There's those, I'm not sure if that counts as a stereotype, but you, I run into people that don't, they don't share the same intense excitement for Doctor Who or, 
whatever Star Trek or oh my gosh, Riker was a babe. I was like, <laughs> shut up, Wesley. Um, it's like just to, where where you start randomly quoting things and people right. you, your people's reactions are more negative. I don't necessarily present as a stereotype unless I open yeah. my mouth and present myself that way. Um, like I'm more chameleon. Um, but I can fit it anywhere. Right. Well, maybe, maybe my, I, I did dress up as much like Legolas as I could for the opening of Return of the King. Also, I wore brown pants and a green shirt and the one ring around my neck and had my hair braided just like him. I had a friend who, and this was before, so a lot of my geekiness came from my dad introducing me to things. Hmm. Um, not that, it was kind of like, like you said, it's exposure, hmm. but not that it wasn't something I wouldn't be into. It was a matter of him talking to me and going, okay, you would like this. Um, and there were some things that were, were misses, but for the most part, my early getting into stuff was mostly him but a friend of mine introduced me to um lord of the rings Mm. just as a side note but the same friend when episode two came out for star wars Mm -hmm. walked around with a padawan braid for like a year (laughs) wow that's dedication right there she had like the the braid um, for those of you who can't see me, I just motioned for the left section of my head because that is where the Padawans wear the braids. Uh-huh. Because I know this. Um, so. I actually didn't know that. I I am more Trek than Wars. So Understandable. I, I only know a little bit. I do both. Um, but so it was kind of interesting coming back later because she and I really enjoyed Lord of the Rings. So when my dad introduced me to Star Trek, not Star Trek, Star Wars, he introduced me to both. But when you see Star Wars, um, I was like, oh, that's where that comes from. So it uh, like, it's, you it's didn't so know until oh, ding, know. ding, ding. I just thought it, she had this odd place brain. I think I might have accidentally been the the bully of of others that were geeky in middle school and high school. Oh. Um, yeah. Sorry to anyone. If you ever look me up and you're like, hey, that's that girl. Not like I, I think it. I, I wanted everyone to like I'm all like I'm a bully no I wasn't but I might have teased along with the crowd yeah or given people a hard time along with somebody else but um I don't think I've really run into mostly it's people uh looking at me with a like whoa you're you're doing too much <laughs> Like, oh, you're overwhelmed you're overwhelming me or you're you shouldn't be acting like that so it's the imposition of being a mom being I don't want to say older but older and and being like running up like a teenager and squealing about the fact that I just I just love Peter Capaldi so much or oh my gosh he's like 50 feet away from me I just want to touch his hair like you know, <laughs> look at Sparrow Mackey like doing stuff like that yeah um, to the wrong people, elicits a very negative reaction that makes me feel about two inches high. And like, you just, oh, all right. So I'm a terrible nerd. I mean, why is that bad? Then when you go to the Rose City Comic Con, you're surrounded by them and you're like, oh, everyone else, yeah, everybody else is going to squeal when they like, oh, he's right over there. Take me to your TARDIS. Like, <laughs> 
everyone else is not going to be able to speak once they get up there. Yes. I, I had to make a very, I got the chance to meet and have um, Peter Mayhew sign some stuff for me. Peter Mayhew played Chewbacca. Plays <sighs> Chewbacca. Laurie. And, and so I was able to go up to him and get him to sign some stuff. And so I'm standing there and I'm like, you, I think it was like 26 at the time. I was like, you're a 26 year old woman. You need to be able to make words come out of your mouth. Oh my God. And don't just stare at this man. Jo- I got to be in the, was it the second row? First row of a uh, talk with John Delancey, who plays Q um, on Star Trek. He was like, it was so close and I was geeking out so hard because he's my other than um, Missy he's my favorite like my favorite bad guy I love him so much um and 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 I turned to the guy next to me and I was like oh my god it's cute like and it's really high like squeaky voice and I was like sorry I just get really excited and he's like apologize to all listeners in case that was too loud so sorry I'm so sorry I tried to be really quiet (laughs) Sorry, I do apologize. Maybe Dallas can like. Yeah, so we don't hurt. That was actually that was actually a very um quiet version of. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, well, I believe it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, stuff like I mean, when you're but when you're surrounded by people that are also doing the same thing, I think that just my yeah, I don't like walking around the question. I think I've already answered it. I'm just using all my words. (laughs) Sort of. The answer to your question is sort of <laughs> sort of i think the only one i've really run into is and and to an extent i will admit to this to an extent i fit this stereotype but there there's a stereotype that women are only into geeky things because of father brother boyfriend oh. whatever and because my dad did get me into so much geekiness i kind of fit that stereotype but it wasn't i didn't do it to please him which is the stereotype I did it because he took the time to pay attention to me and figure out what I would like. Because he's into way more different stuff than I am. I think that I think that actually might hold true for me, how I got introduced to, like, I would say I was geeky at 25% or 30% until I met Francisco. And then he amped it up to, like, 100%. <laughs> but then, like, he introduced me to all this stuff. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, my cousin did. There was a bunch of people that would introduce it to me and then I would do it because I wanted to make them happy or be interested in what they were interested in because we were spending time together and that's what you do. But I've owned it all now, most of it, yeah. except for Star Wars. Star Wars, if you put it on, I'll watch it. It's cool. But I'm not going to go out and be like, I have to watch Star Wars right now. I can't even tell you what number. I'm like, I don't know who's what, huh? It's Jedi's. Something, the Force. Yoda? I don't... <laughs> the force and the matrix may be the same thing well you know <laughs> but but i i wouldn't why well, yeah, no i wouldn't want people to accuse me of that because i'd be like no i own it i own what i right. what i love i'm not right. gonna yeah i geeked so, out about uh andy circus being the voice of that one dude on the one star wars the most recent one. Oh, i haven't seen the most recent one. Oh well he's a voice he's a voice actor in one of those Nice. And, well, he's not a voice actor. He's an actor. <laughs> he's Andy Circus man. And I walked around to like six people. We all saw it in the theater, my martial arts studio. We went to the theater. We all saw it together. Walked around to six different people. And I was like, Andy Circus. And they're like, who? And I'm like, what the? Okay, next person. Andy Circus. And they're like, what? Who? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Co- Gollum? King Kong. 
an a, a chimp? No, no, none, none of that's ringing, ringing a bell. Smeagol? Sme- no, all right, never no mind. takers. Okay, well, I'm just gonna walk away now. <laughs> and I went home and I was like, babe, Andy Circus, and he was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so. This is why we're married. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about what we're geeking out about and then how they can find you. Are you a new business or ministry and need help getting your message out? Are you a budding artist who needs help sharing your passion with the world? Need help creating a social media presence that's impactful and represents who you are, but can't afford to have someone else run it for you all the time? One of my passions is to help people establish a social media presence so they can reach others with a message that encourages and changes lives. Not only do I want to help you create it, but I want to give you the skills so that you can maintain and grow your online presence. I offer a variety of services from graphic design to creating a social media campaign to consultation. If you're interested in my help, email me at geekdevotions at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Okay, and we are back. So, that, that, that was a fun little break. Yes, I enjoyed it. <laughs> so, what are you geeking out about right now? Like, what, is, what are you into? Um, if, if you want, I can go first on this question. Sure, just because that I sometimes have, helps. I have my answers prepared. Oh, um, good. I should have done I, that. That's okay. <laughs> I have had two other episodes to know that three, yeah, three other episodes to know. It's good. So I'm actually geeking about two different things right now. I am, I the way I I've been going through Next Generation is I'll watch about a season, and then I'll stop, and then mm-hmm. I'll watch about a season, and I'll stop because if mm-hmm. I watch more than that. I get tired of it. Mm. I'm like, eh, I gotta take a break. Yeah, I totally understand. Um, just because it's so dry, I have to, I yes. have to break it up. Yes. Usually I break it up with my British stuff. Yes. <laughs> Glory. So good. But, uh, so I just picked it back up. I had tried to, to power through season five after finishing season four. And I got about halfway through. And then I was like, nope taking a break so i've the last several days i've been watching an episode or two of that also i'm going through buffy the vampire slayer i have never seen that i haven't either and so it's very intriguing because it's the 90s and early 2000s (laughs) oh yes special effects makeup in the 90s and early 2000s and the clothes and the makeup in general Well, I like the clothes. Yeah, I That's, remember. Well, that was that was high school, college. You know, that was those good days. For me, that was childhood. So that that was like the cool people. Yes. Like I had, I have a friend that I'm now understanding so much better because she was absolutely in love with Angel, oh, and then Angel. she was absolutely in love with Spike. Oh like, yes. Like completely in love, like. If they had shown up at her house, she would have died Bye. Bye. of a heart attack. Does she? Her heart was funny. Oh my goodness! So it's interesting because I'm understanding her better because I'm like, oh, that's what she was talking about. It's kind of sad at the same time because we're not close, but it's definitely interesting. So, and then I just started a new book. I'm mm-hmm. like a chapter and a half in. Um, what is it called? Ooh, 
let me look that up. Okay, so the book is called The Heist. It is written by, I'm going to butcher this, Janet Ivanovich. Oh, she's the one no, who I've heard of that. For the money. Uh huh. And I'm, I'm intrigued. Like, it's, I've been going through this phase where I, usually I read a lot. And I've been going through this phase where it's, I've been really having a hard time getting into a book. Yes. And part of it's just because, A, I, I binged several books and did nothing but read for a good three or four months. And wow. And I try to, I try to break it up and do other things. Um, <laughs> it's probably but, healthy. <laughs> well, I say do other things. I went to work. I bank. Okay. We pay bills. Okay. Things like that happen. Had but, conversations with people. Had conversations with people sometimes. <laughs> but when I get obsessed with a book, that pretty much takes up all of my my time, my downtime. Mm. And so because it took up most of my downtime for a good portion of time, I'm kind of been having a hard time getting into a book, just a leisurely book, just a, oh, I'm going to read this and be done. And so I think this one's actually going to gonna pull me in. That's, that's a good thing. So. I discovered that I cannot read books. Um, well, I can. I, I, I physically can read. But reading books, I don't get into them at all. I just skim and I don't really store anything. I don't make any connection with the characters. But audiobooks, on the other hand, pull me in like movies. So I have to be careful what I have, what I enjoy as an audiobook, though. Understandable. Because you get too involved and then you're angry while you're driving down the road. <laughs> Yes. Well, I've determined that I cannot listen to even audio dramas. Like, I'll I'll put one headphone in at work and mm-hmm. listen to podcasts and things. Mm-hmm. Because if I need to, I can pull it out. Yeah. And I can listen and work at the same time. I'm able to, to multitask. And I tried I that with a audio drama, and I was so angry all day. And part of it was... <laughs> oh, gosh. It it was a Doctor Who story, so oh, it was yeah. really intense. I was really interested into it. Big Finish Studios? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. Have, you'll have, have to recommend. Stuff on Spotify. You'll have to recommend some of the, an episode to start with, because I haven't, I tried to get into one, and I was like, I don't understand what's happening. I only listen to the one. I don't normally do that. I was like, oh, look, I bet it's like an audiobook. Let me, let me listen to this. And I was so agitated and angry all day, and then I realized <laughs> It was because the story was so on edge that oh. I, couldn't, I couldn't process working and that oh, and what gosh. was happening in the story was making me anxious. <laughs> and then I was having to deal with people. For those of you who don't know, I work in a lab and I am the first person that most people see and not everyone is at their mental best when they come in. And I tried to be kind and understand that, that they they don't feel well, they don't want to be there, they're scared. I try to understand that, but some days it just aggravates me. So it was one of... Yeah, working with people. It was one of those days where it it was just, I would have been aggravated anyway, but I was just over the top (laughs) because of what was going on in the story. So I stopped doing that. (laughs) Probably a good idea. (laughs) Stick to wait, wait, don't tell me. (laughs) Went through... Went through uh, the, about a good two thirds of the story, and then went, "Oh my god, I know what's going on," and I turned it off. It's like, no, can't. help calm me down. So I know, I right? I'm like, people. dear Jesus, <laughs> I need some calm right now. 
We need your presence. Right. Something. Because so, homicide's a sin. <laughs> and thinking about homicide's a sin. Oh, my goodness. So, that so, could uh, preach. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, don't derail the train. These these are the thoughts that go through my head. It's all right. I have Lord. dozens of terrible thoughts that go through my head. And nice thoughts. Thankful yeah. thoughts. Fuzzy thoughts. Not so fuzzy thoughts. Anyway. I would imagine the fuzzy ones get stuck. Jeez. <laughs> um, so now me, huh? What am I geeking out about? Yeah, what are you geeking out about? Hmm. Well, let's see. I geek out about a lot of things. Um, if you ever, well, you may not know me because this is my first time on your podcast, but I don't have one favorite no, of very much anything. It is the second time. Oh, <gasps> you're right. It is the second time. It's the first time you've been on with me because I was so sick. Oh, the, the last yeah, time. Sad. I it and was. I threw a fit because I was so upset, and then I got over it, and I felt embarrassed because I was like five. It happens. That's I don't okay. deal well with change, last minute change. So that's understandable. <laughs> Trust me, I felt horrible about it as well. I had gone to the doctor and gotten one of my yearly shots and had a reaction to it. Oh no, so, that's so terrible. It was bad, and like, I felt horrible. My gosh. My- like, up until the last second, I was like, I can do it. And Dallas is like, you're falling asleep in the chair. Go lay down. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That sounds terrible. Well. That's not nice. Um, I don't I don't have a lot of favorites. Like, one favorite of anything. One favorite God. One favorite husband. <laughs> that, that's pretty much the one favorites. Oh, I don't really have any. Anyway. Um, so, let's see. I geek out a lot, a lot about my bullet journal. And if you do not know what a bullet journal is, you can go to bulletjournal.com. It is was created by writer Carol, and he's fantastic. Um, and then Boho Berry is the, uh, the gal that um, my bullet journal is based off of. So it is an artistic take on the original bullet journal idea, which is just a way to categorize your life. Um, and it is an, a, an outlet for me, and it was the first to-do list that wasn't condemning, like... <laughs> You know how you put all the sticky notes around your house and and you don't get any of them done. So then you have like 10 more sticky notes the next day and you feel terrible because you have like 30 sticky notes with 30 different things. And well, it's just so stressful. Like <laughs> I don't deal with that very well. So whenever I don't get something done, I just put a tiny arrow next to it and I move it to the next day. It's not a problem. And there so it goes. If the sticky notes were all over my house, my house would look like it was all paper. Exactly. Like if that was the wallpaper. Exactly. Because I would forget where the sticky yes. notes were. Exactly. So I get to use fancy washi tape, which I love to like show people. I run up and show people washi tape and they're like, I don't want Why are you showing me colorful tape? I don't understand. And I have like dozens of pens and I do fancy handwriting. And so then the other thing that goes along with bullet journaling would be pens. In general, I love pens. A pen for everything and everything for a pen. Anyway, um, I'm not geeking out at all right now. Um, oh, no. That's okay. This is what this I is know. for. Fountain pens are a new geeky thing of mine. Ooh. So my husband bought me a fountain pen for Mother's Day, um, a Pilot Metropolitan uh, with an extra, is it extra fine? I think the tip is nice and fine and it's inked up in a beautiful shiny black and then it's purple on the outside. And then I just, uh, he just got me for Valentine's Day, the limited edition Lamy All-Star in vibrant pink 
which is also a fine nib, but because Lamy is made by a different company than Pilot, the nib is slightly larger, so the lines are slightly larger, and they pool ink as you as you write. I'm this is just fabulous. Anyone who loves fountain pens knows what I'm saying. Anyone who doesn't, sorry. Um, <laughs> but it means the it's ink okay. the ink ends up being like lighter and darker on the letters as you str- as you draw uh, the pen down from top to bottom. So you get a gradient effect. Yeah, sort of like that. And you okay. can buy inks that are shimmery and have different textures like colors and it sort of looks like different textures and bigger nibs which is the end of the pen Mm -hmm. thus making more ink come out and having more pooling at the bottom so your letters look different colors sort of um but I am really loving really loving uh writing with the Lamy it's just smooth and if you've never written with a fountain pen I highly recommend it if you like writing with gel pens it's a little like that only better and then you get these really variations. You start collecting ink, nibs, pens. They cost hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars or $12. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like uh, most things that people geek about, it can either be $3 or $600. Yeah. And then I'm still working my way through Deep Space Nine. And um, and now I've discovered NCIS. Oh, I hear that's so good. Shows. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's got like a billion seasons, so we just watch it forever. It's I think it's still going. I think it is too. I'd actually say yeah. I I think I would recommend it. It's I when I watch TV, I don't unless it's something new and a movie, I don't generally fall headfirst into it. Mm-hmm. Um so I will knit or do my bullet journal or something like that while I'm doing it. So it's hard for me to recommend something because I'm not fully invested while I'm watching. So then I'm afraid if I recommend it, people will be like, well, it wasn't that good. Like, well, sorry, I was knitting. I thought it was enjoyable. I, sometimes I do, to be fair, I put my knitting down because I have to figure out what's happening. So that's um, that's a thing. I do the same thing. So when I was a teenager, I could not sit still. Yeah. My literature teacher taught me to knit so I'd stop moving in her class. Um, that's glorious. I, I have since gotten better, but for a time period, I anytime I had to sit still, I was knitting That's because so it's good. not distracting. This was before the age of fidget cubes where uh, you could put your hand on, on down low and no yeah. one could see the cube, yeah. which I, I use currently. Um, that works. <laughs> because I'm still not completely still ever. I, um, I take my knitting often to meetings or places where I'm going to have to A, keep my mouth shut or B stay calm and not be angry at you for being stupid so i'll knit and then i look happy or calm you need the shirt that says i knit so i don't stab people it's true sometimes i knit when my husband and i are arguing so that i don't that's why i stay calm and i don't yell because it just gets me into a more logical place and less emotional unless i'm i make a mistake and then i have to rip it which no one is. It, for those of you who don't knit, if you make a mistake, you have to literally like rip out an entire line of work. Which, depending upon how quickly you knit, the difficulty of the yarn, the difficulty of the pattern, can be quite a pain in the butt. Yeah, sometimes you can tink back, which is knitting backwards, if you understand how to read knitting. And I and I have done that before. And you could tink back to your spot and fix the fix the issue and then knit. So if you had five hundred stitches and you made a mistake at 250 you could knit backwards to the 250th stitch um hello we're geeking out about this now anyway it's yes okay. all right it's a thing. so i actually i can't i don't do difficult patterns ah. for knitting because i have dyslexia and i can't read them 
Oh. So most of my patterns, I sit there and I figure out what it says. I figure out how to do it. I do it a couple times before I get it and then I memorize it. So I have three or four patterns that I can just go without even thinking about that's, it. My, that's cool. My hands know them. No, that's so. cool. I should... I should just, uh, we should get online sometime on video chat and I should show you a new one that you can memorize so you can see it in done in action. So then you don't have to read it. Then you can memorize it and then you'll have a new one to add to your repertoire. There, then I would. So I also incidentally knit backwards because I learned by watching. You knit? Really? Okay. So, you know. That's interesting. Do you, do you throw or pick? Do you wrap the yarn around or do you tuck it? Do you grab the yarn with the needle? I do both. Okay. Yes, I do too. It, de- it depends on what I'm doing. Yes. Because I've learned one is stretchier than the other. So if I'm attempting a hat, I, I, I do the one that's stretchier. I can't oh, interesting. Which one right now because the hat needs to stretch because oh. I have a lot of hair. Well, yeah. So, jealous of your, I'm jealous of your luscious locks of hair. Oh, they're quite annoying at the moment. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so okay well, well anyway christy and i will continue this knitting conversation after we get done with the podcast christy how can our devoted geeks find you hmm, well the best way is probably facebook and i think i'm christy ruiz on facebook k-r-i-s-t-y-r-u-i-z let me check i believe you are whoop if type i can it, type it, type it. i know right? <laughs> christy r I think I might be Christy oh, R. There you go. Yeah, I'm Christy R. K R I S T Y R. Um, Twitter is Christy Ruiz at Christy Ruiz, but I don't really use Twitter, so um, you can find me on Facebook if you would like to. You can also find me at the Retro Rewind Podcast. Dot com. Done quite a few episodes. Dot com. Um, <laughs> Yeah, my I at the end of those podcasts, my husband always asks where people can find me, and I'm like, I don't know, just have them talk to you. <laughs> Nobody wants to find me. <laughs> it's more exciting, anyway. <laughs> Facebook is good. Christy R. <laughs> I am hidden from the world. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on to Calm Talk, Christy. Of course, thanks we for inviting me. It. You're welcome. So don't forget to check out our devotion from Friday because this will air on a Sunday is air the correct word it'll go live on a Sunday mm, so I think air is a I think yeah maybe I think so we'll think about the terminology <laughs> have a robot add add the voice the correct word in over your voice either that or have Dallas make a break and be like I'm sorry Dallas <laughs> no no Dallas no apologizing <laughs> This is amazing. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Calm Talk today. If you have loved this episode, head, up, head on over to iTunes to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Until next Sunday, stay devoted. Peace and love.